Hello, listeners. I'm joined today by McKenna Doherty. Good afternoon, McKenna. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. So today is, I'm excited because today's episode is one of what I hope will be a lot more episodes about the great student organizations within the Lamb School. And today we're focusing on the Association of Women in Communication, um, AWC, and McKenna is the president of AWC. Uh, So the nice thing about this is if it's an organization you're interested in, hopefully you can pop in your earbud listen uh, for our listen to our conversation and have an idea whether it's a good organization for you or not so let's start by dispel, dispelling a myth tell me if i'm correct it is the association of women in communication but men can join correct yes absolutely so we are an association for women in communication but anyone can join and in fact you don't even have to be in communication i mean our treasurer is actually in pharmacy so um really anyone can join it's just you have to be interested in communication um so it's it's for anyone who wants it interesting and great shout out that not only do you not have to be uh, a woman but not even have to be a com major specifically so give me a brief overview what what are the goals of the association uh, we'll call it awc from now on yeah what are the goals of awc so AWC is affiliated with the Lamb School of Communication, and our main goal is really to provide a good community for students to come together and develop their professional selves in a friendly environment, right? Like what better way to advance yourself than to do so with people who, you know, you enjoy spending time around. So our goal is really to provide networking opportunities, skill advancement workshops, um, and to do so in a way that is enjoyable and engaging with our members. Perfect. So who can join? Um, absolutely anyone. Anyone can join. And uh, we do have a membership fee, but um, you know, fees should never be a, way, a, a reason to not join a club. So if that was ever a concern, uh, we certainly don't have to worry about that. We can talk that through. But um, it's open to anyone who wants to join it, um, no matter major, background. Um, but y- you do need to be a Purdue student. Gotcha. So Purdue undergrads. Yes. Anybody listening to this who's a Purdue undergrad, this might be a good fit for you. Um, what's your timing of... Uh, usually student orgs early in the semester will have applications and then uh, folks will join. What's the process like? Is there a, is there a yes, no to an applicant? And when does that usually happen? So there is not a yes, no, but we do have um, a brief application type process. Basically what will happen is you attend meetings. Uh, you can have a couple meetings to decide whether or not you actually want to join us. You don't have to come and know right off the bat. Um, but when you do, you'll just come up, say you want to be a part of our group and uh, we'll set you up with like the fee as I already talked about. And uh, you know, we don't really have, since we are so community driven, we don't really have like whether or not you're chosen by us it's anyone who wants to join we will accept you and you're welcome to so um yeah you just come check out the meetings see if it's for you and uh from there we'll help walk you through the process of joining our club we're also a nationally affiliated organization so we are on a whole bunch of other college campuses and we have even like a professional chapter um nearby lafayette has a women's chapter Uh, and so often when you join you'll also be able to register with the national organization and get all the benefits that come from that uh, as well which usually come in the form of like networking um social events and you know just getting to reach out to them for resources Yeah, that networking, having both a local chapter and a national chapter sounds like a great opportunity. What are some of the activities that AWC typically uh, participates in throughout the semester in terms of your uh, your meetings and the different activities that you do? Yeah, so we usually meet bi-weekly, uh, usually for about one hour when we do meet. And we have 
kind of two general categories we usually fall into. We're either doing some type of like networking opportunity, right? So in the past, we've had agency tours. Uh, we've also done guest speakers who've come in and taught on like their field of expertise. And we also do skill building workshops. And those usually work like our most recent meeting, we did an elevator pitch workshop where we, you know, gave students the opportunity to work on and develop their elevator pitch as well as like practice it in just a really casual environment before they have to take it to professionals. Um, and so that was really great. We also do have some social events. Um, again, since communities such a core part of our organization. We also do things like we have had picnics in the past, board game nights. Uh, so we kind of reach over that type of range. Very nice. Um, so let's let's delve into elevator pitch for just a second. Because yeah. How many of them did you see when you were doing this activity? Yeah, so we had about twelve people there. Okay, were you one? Yeah, of them? Did you, yeah. Did you give I, a pitch? I, I also, I also gave a brief pitch. Nice. Yeah. So as you watched twelve different pitches, well, first, first, tell any listeners who might be early in their careers and have not heard this, what is an elevator pitch? Yeah. So elevator pitches generally are also called like a 30 second commercial, right? Like if you meet someone who is in the professional realm, what are you going to say to them to help show them who you are, what you're looking for um, and why you are worth building a relationship with. Um, And so when you present your elevator pitch, you're kind of sharing like your experience, your opportunities and where you see yourself going in the future. That's a, that is a great elevator pitch about elevator pitches. Yeah. You know, (laughs) classically you you think of the idea of you meet someone important in the elevator and you've got to, you've got a finite amount of time to kind of communicate to them. Mm. But from being in my career now for a while, there are a lot of situations like that where you've got a short amount of time, whether it's on campus with a different professional, um, and maybe even a different professional that you want to work in their office and you try to kind of, you know, talk about yourself or at a, either a, a statewide or a national or an international conference when, you know, you're grabbing coffee with somebody, you're standing there and you get a chance to say, here's what I do. Um, you know, you want to do it well. So as you watch those 12 pitches, what were some things that you learned in that process? Because I know for me, watching that many things, you'll kind of come up with a, oh, this is this is something I hadn't thought that would make a good one or a bad one. Yeah. What, what was the feedback that you came away with? I honestly think, okay, one of the more interesting formats that I thought of, or I hadn't thought of previously that was presented was one of our members started talking about, um, for example, if I was to put it into my own context, at 18, I helped reestablish an organization on campus called AWC. We now have 30 dues-paying members. At 19, I founded an international domestic student pair program. At 20, I plan to go study abroad in Japan. At 21, I hope to be on your blank team doing blank um, to aid in blank, you know? Very nice. Yeah, so that uh, format was, I've never seen it before. But. Yeah, by age. It reminds me of a game uh, that I've seen played where you grab, you take some pennies and someone pulls out a penny and whatever year is on the penny, you talk about something that was happening in your life in that year. Oh. Yeah, it was kind of a, a fun game yeah. if anybody needs something to do this weekend. <laughs> um, and I like, I, I think the something that you pointed out there, something that I encourage students to think about in cover letters too, which is telling a story, right? So mm-hmm. you, by having your years, you're talking about progression through time, which is part of a good story. And you're connecting yourself to that organization, right? Yeah. Um, and that's what a good cover letter should do. This is who I am. This is who you are. And we should uh, we should be on the same team from now on. So what type of students are a good fit for the organization? Um, I mean, I can see that meeting biweekly might mean that a student who is maxed out busy, this is probably not something to join 
just to put it on your resume. Yeah. What, what else makes a student either a good fit or a bad fit for AWC? Um, I think something that I see pretty commonly amongst the members who join us is that you kind of, once you, you come, you come to realize that we're not expecting you to come being perfect in your communication skills, being the most professional put together person. Cause the thing is we're working on doing that together, right? We're there to help provide that expertise to you and, and advance that for you. So, um, students who come who are looking for organization should know that, you know, you don't need to come and feel like you have to be the perfect repre- representation of a person in communication. Um, yeah. Yeah, so students early in their career or late in their career. Yeah, yeah. Nice, and don't be afraid to kind of come and explore. Um, I always encourage that for students anyways because sometimes you try one student org and you try it for a year and it's not a good fit, so then you can – but if you don't try it till your senior year, uh, you're missing out on the opportunity to either advance or pick something that's a better fit. Um, So what is unique about AWC compared to other student orgs? Uh, How do you think it fits as a kind of a – a unique asset. Mm. I think one of the things that's really unique about us is honestly our sense of community because I think it enables us to be able to help act as a catalyst for students to open up opportunities into other realms that they're wanting to go to um, and just give themselves the chance to explore new areas um, that maybe perhaps wouldn't be open to them if they weren't comfortable or comfortable getting outside of their comfort zone. Well, things it. like agency tours sound amazing to actually be able to see what it's like to work in, you know, a certain office. Yeah. That's great. So where do you see AWC going in the future? I really see us honestly working on um, expanding our outreach to having a bigger impact on different students, um, not just within uh, the base that we already have, but in new areas as well. And I also, um, our organization really wants to work on specializing the activities and opportunities we have um, and working on two-way communication between us and our members who are joining so we can make sure that the specific needs of our members are met. So um, recently we had a political communication workshop because several of our communication majors are also poli-sci minors. Um, And so kind of like bringing those two aspects in together to really help meet the needs of the students that are a part of our organization. Um, We really want to play on that more in the future. Nice. Conveniently, my last episode of the podcast, which I just put out yesterday, is with Dr. Diana Zuli, who focokuses on political communication. Oh, perfect. So she was our guest speaker. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're interested in that topic, uh, yeah. check out that uh, that episode from this week. So one last question. Well, second to last question about AWC. Describe AWC in three words. Mm-hmm. Three words. Um, I would say catalyst, um, probably Excellence, both in the sense that we want to recognize it within our students and help enable them to have it. Um, and friendly. All right. Yeah. I, I was thinking community. Yeah, I was going to play on community. community so much. Yeah, I was thinking there was, there was a little bit of a repetition there, so I was trying to mix it up. No, it's, it's all right. I put you on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> so is there anything that we haven't talked about that you think students should know if they're interested in this organization? Yeah, so I think one great way to get started in our organization is the current career fair preparation series we have right now. So if you're interested in joining us, make sure to check that out. You can go to our website, AWC Purdue. 
dot wixsite w-i-x-s-i-t-e dot com slash 1909 uh, and learn all about us on there what we have to do but this career fair preparation series is really to help you be able to walk into career fairs job opportunities interviews and put your best self forward learn how to advocate for yourself and talk to professionals um, and so we have a speed pitch event coming up soon where we're going to bring in a whole bunch of professionals from book publishing firms to advertising agencies and you'll get the opportunity to meet one-on-one with them and pr- practice those things um, so, yeah, I think that's a great place to start if you're interested in joining us. How many how many events will the career prep, career fair preparation series uh, include, or is it kind of a developing as it goes? Yeah, so we have four events currently planned, and we have our next one, um, our second talking with professionals. Uh, Lori Sparger is going to be coming in and talking to us on that topic next Wednesday at 5.30 p.m. in Beering 1232. So you're welcome to come to that as well. Um, and then we have the speed pitch event. And then our last event, we're going to be doing like a crash course career fair preparation night for the uh, career fair that's on April 2nd and helping students just to prepare for that before it happens. Right on. So is the website the best way to kind of stay up with what's going on with AWC? I'd say check out our Instagram. Okay. It's just Purdue AWC. You can get to it really easily and we keep everything updated on there. And you can also access the website on there as well. Perfect. And I will go ahead and put that in the show notes too. So if anybody's interested, they can click through and they won't have to kind of do some do too much searching. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining me to chat about AWC. It sounds like there's a lot of exciting things happening um, and some things that students should know more about. So I'm excited for this to be my inaugural episode of a chat about a particular Lamb School student org uh, that it sounds like we should be uh, proud of. Great. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me today. Awesome. Thanks for joining me. Best of luck to AWC this year. Thank you.